This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. In studio with us, we have Congressman Peter King, of course, John Katzmatidis, and Mayor Adams, Chief of Staff. On the line, we have Kathy Wild. Kathy Wild, we are John, you were mentioning about Goldman Sachs, right? That the employees, uh, what, what was it? What did they you say? They told the bosses to pound sand when he told them to come back to work. What do you hear, Kathy? I hear that that was a tweet by a couple of analysts, but that is not going to be the rule. Goldman Sachs wants their people back because they perform better. There have been studies that show that the analysts who work remotely for the past two years have had half the education that those previously who were in the office. So they're going to be back, and there's heavy competition for those jobs. Goldman Sachs doesn't have any trouble hiring I, the best. I, I agree with you. We want everybody to come back. New York is going to open up. And the people that think they're going to stay home, they're going to pound sand because you're going to be out of a job soon. New York is full of very ambitious people. The young people think, well, maybe somehow I can get away with this. You know, it's not possible. And if they want to be successful, they're going to be back in the office. Not every day, not every minute, but back in the office most of the time. Frank Caron, the, the mic is yours for the rest of the uh uh, oh, thank you, John. Of the time. Tell us, uh, what do you think? Well, first of all, I'm trying to figure out if I've ever heard pound sand before, and I don't know that I did, but I'm glad I learned a new phrase here. <laughs> that must be the kindergarten version. But at least um, I think Kathy's right, and I think you're right, and uh, I'm glad it was only just a tweet. But um, yeah, that, it's still a challenge getting you know getting some of the folks uh, to you know understand that you know we all live in an ecosystem, and 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 we were, Congressman King and I were just talking off air, and you know there's this certain camaraderie and exchange of ideas that happens when you're in the office. There's a certain magic, uh, this sort of invisible hand, if you will, that occurs. So so and also not just that, this ecosystem is. The, the you know taking the subway, taking a car, or, or paying the parking attendant if you drive, paying an Uber or a taxi cab if you're in a, if you're transporting that way, or using the train system if that's how, or a bus, and then it's paying for lunches and and you know cl- uh, clothes cleaners and and shoe shiners and shopkeepers. This is the entire ecosystem of the city, so it's a moral obligation. And it's selfish to stay home. It's a moral obligation to come to work and feed into that ecosystem if you truly care about New York. How how can we get uh, some of the employees say that uh, uh, they're worried about the subways, they're worried about the streets? Um, how can we make them feel safer? Well, that, that's a, a it always, again pivots back to how we started the conversation, which is public safety and clean. Uh, subways, safe subways. So that's why the mayor put forth his gun safety plan. That's why we're advocating as hard as we can to first identify the issue for what it is and be intellectually honest about that and then put a plan in place to do that, which we have done. And also, you know, overall cleanliness. We're, we, we haven't forgotten about that. We have a plan coming out, um, street cleaners and, and, and encouraging and empowering sanitation and the great group of young men and women there to make sure that the city looks alive, feels alive and, and is clean. But but also, you know, Kathy and the partnership, their their um, advice, their input, 
uh, the feedback we get. And, it, and that's what's wonderful about Mayor Adams. He's uh, humble enough to listen. He doesn't have to agree with everyone's opinions, but he takes it all in and helps us and shares it with the team. We're, very often we do this as a team approach, many people as well. And, and, and Kathy's uh, um, organization and the feedback we get for things that we can do to help based on that feedback is really important so for us to you know go forward with certain policies to, to get people back to work and feel safe and feel comfortable and overall just be happy. Frank Carone, I have to ask about the masks for the toddlers. What is the deal behind it? Because so many parents were hopeful that it was, the, you know, COVID was over. We know that kids have a, almost a minuscule risk of catching COVID. What is behind Mayor Adams still wanting this and appealing the ruling and having to stay? This is another example of the mayor's leadership on doing something that's you know controversial and and and, and you know uh, gets him a lot of criticism for. But the mayor um, was listening and and very very carefully to his healthcare professionals, and we saw the uptick in the new variant, and it is increasing every day. And the mask um, mandate on the young kids, there are very hot opinions on both sides, but we thought just in the abundance of caution, just to prevent even one really bad illness. It's worth it to keep it for another week or so just to see how the numbers uh, how the numbers um, gauge. And then we'll, we're looking at it every single day. It, we don't just forget it and pick it up on Monday. Every morning we get the numbers, the new infections, and we just base policy based on what we feel for the greater good of the 8.8 million people, not just you know some folks who are allowed. Before we run out of time, as Republican, let me just say, I think that the agenda that Mayor Adams has laid out to fight crime, if it's carried out and supported, is you know, uh, the way to go. And this should not be a partisan effort, so I'm saying that as a Republican. I've had the privilege of uh, uh, you know, being with the mayor a few times. I don't, uh, I don't pretend to know him. But what he's laid out, I think, can be very, very effective. It's important for all New Yorkers. John has always said this. Fighting crime should not be a partisan issue. So I wish you and the mayor very well. and wish you a lot of luck in your job, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Wild, One last question. We're almost out of time. Well, I just want to pile on with uh, Peter and Frank and say the mayor has the right agenda and he needs all of our support and on a bipartisan basis to get there. Hopefully we're going to see some progress in the governor's state budget in the next 24, 48 hours uh, on many of these same issues. She and the mayor are in lockstep. So hopefully we're going to make it. Thank you, Kathy. Well, thank you, Frank Carone, chief of staff of Mayor Adams and uh Former Congressman Peter King, thank you. And Lydia Serrani, my sidekick, thank you. And I don't know, we lost uh, Richard Weinberg someplace. He was here just a minute ago. He's trying a case somewhere. <laughs> well, Frank Rowe, last, uh, last uh, 10 seconds. John, thank you again for the invitation and for all you do for the city. And though I know you really comes from the heart, everything you do, and really appreciate that and look forward to days ahead. Well, God bless you. God bless Mayor Adams. And uh, God bless New York. And we need a blessing. And Let's, let's get New York open. Thank you. And God bless America.